Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, (coughs) pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, Likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, Likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world, with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill-will. (coughs) 
and we'll take some time, settle in to a comfortable posture for the meditation time now. And it's useful to sense this inner confidence as we show up now to the experience of our body. We rely on this inner confidence, simple and true, not imagined, not contrived, but the simple truth that I care about this life, I care about this moment, and that it's possible for the heart to care enough to keep the moment, the present moment experience in mind. So the basic fundamental motivation in our practice is this self-compassion. And it's not imagined, it's actually something that we can tap into over and over and over. I care enough to be close. And a simple phrase can be a helpful reminder that I do in fact this mind, this heart does in fact care enough to be close, to connect with our experience as it actually is, that we care enough to feel what's here to feel. Some of you know that Thich Nhat Hanh, this wonderful Vietnamese Buddhist monk and really powerful teacher who died about eight days ago. He used a lot when he was teachings and in his own practice, these gattas, these phrases, basically ways of reminding ourselves what our good heart is capable of. And so one set of four phrases that Thich Nhat Hanh recommends and used First one is, dear one, I'm here for you. And so we can just use that, just speaking directly to our own life, our heart, our body right here. Dear one, honey, I'm here for you. I'm not afraid to be here for you. This moment as it is, these feelings, these sensations as they are, I'm here for you. So we're giving ourselves, we're actually giving everybody the gift of presence, this mindful awareness, this present moment awareness. I'm not afraid to be open. I'm not afraid to feel and sense what's here to feel and sense and to give or trust rather the heart's capacity to just let everything move. And to open up this space even more to undo any sense of being alone. The next phrase, the next gata, as it's called, that uh, teaching phrase or teaching reminder that Thich Nhat Hanh recommends. Darling, 
I know you are there and I'm so happy. So this is a statement reminding ourselves that we're not alone. I know that my Sangha, I know that my dear ones, I know that my own good heart is there and that makes me so happy. So just repeat that phrase, darling, I know you are there and I'm so happy. But you can interpret the phrase in the most open way. Darling, I know you are there and I'm so happy. Recognizing the presence of all others or even the presence of the totality here and now. You know, awareness, even the awareness that we sense, it's not just our awareness. It's just the habit of interpreting it one particular way. And then the third phrase, dear one, I know you are suffering and that is why I'm here for you. And we could expand this something like, dear one, all my honeys, all my darlings, I know that there is suffering here and there and everywhere. And that's why I'm willing to open and be present. And that's why I'm willing to include. Dear one, I know you are suffering and that is why I'm here for you. So just repeat that a few times. And interestingly, the fourth gata or phrase that Thich Nhat Hanh offers, it may seem kind of going backwards, but it's really profound not to be afraid of our own suffering and not to be afraid of that very personal sense of wanting help. Like freedom isn't, isn't, doesn't have to be afraid of asking for help. So the fourth phrase is that you can repeat, dear one, and you can make that plural, dear ones, you can speak to the whole, whole world, you can speak to your own good self, your own good heart. Dear one, I am suffering, please help. So really feeling that personal connection to your own suffering, really allowing it to touch our hearts, but not being afraid of our own suffering. Dear one, I am suffering, please help. So go through these four phrases one more time. I'll just say them and I'll pause and you can repeat them a few times. Then I'll go on to the next one. And just connect to the word, the words, just let the words have their effect on the heart and mind.
Dear ones, I am here for you. Darling, I know you are there and I am so happy. Dear one, I know you are suffering and that is why I am here for you. Dear one, I am suffering. Please help. And remember as you use these during the sit today and during your life, it's really important that you open up the idea of who you're speaking to, speaking to your own goodness, speaking to all the beneficent beings that care, that love, speaking to your dear ones, your personal dear ones in your life, family and friends, speaking to all beings without exception. And they're just, it's just a way to access the goodness of our own heart that's here and now to reestablish. And you can check right now to reestablish confidence that this heart here and now, this heart has this real capacity for this trustworthy love. And it isn't love just for a specific person or being. It's love really for its own sake because it's good, it's healing. It's a way of belonging to trust this goodness of the heart that cares and wishes well. So to whatever degree we can now, let's all attune to the goodness of this heart, this capacity of our heart to be good, to be generous, to be kind, to be happy, to include each other, to include the world in all of its messiness and imperfection. It's really the gift of non-fear, not afraid of our own habits, and not afraid of our friends and all of their habits, good and bad. But we're uncovering the heart that knows how to include it all. Even the parts of our lives that are really confusing and unclear. I'm not afraid of confusion. I'm not afraid of negativity and pain. I'm not afraid of joy and goodness. 
because I trust this heart that can, that knows how to include it all, knows how to feel everything that's there to feel. A heart that knows how to be open and inclusive. And we're not saying that the confidence is perfect or fully developed. All we're saying is that there's some confidence that this heart is good and we're keeping it in mind. That's our job as a practitioner now, keeping the goodness of the heart in mind. And you can use memories or mental images. You can go back to some of the phrases you've used before or the new ones you learned today from Thich Nhat Hanh. But we're keeping the goodness of this heart in mind, the heart that trusts being open and inclusive, even open and inclusive to the memories and experiences that are difficult, hard to bear, and hard to feel. And as we keep this goodness in mind, notice its generous or expansiveness, like, just like a light, a warm and generous light will shine out, go out in all directions, everything can be touched by the light. There's that same sense of the goodness in the heart that it happy to shine out, radiate out in all directions. Nobody has to be excluded, no thing excluded. Just radiant goodness. And first and foremost, we feel it in the heart itself and in our body until there's that sense that nothing here in this body and mind is untouched unaffected by this goodness. So notice that healing effect of keeping the good heart in mind, a kind of generous softening and opening of the body, of the tender heart, of the fragmented or tight mind. Love is like a healing balm and we allow it to have its effect. And we allow the love to keep expanding until it seems to be boundless, the heart so open and radiant that it appears that nothing is untouched. Everything is affected by this goodness. The world, of course, is still the world. The body is still the body. The habits of the mind are still what they are. But there's this good heart that can hold it all, include it all. No fear, no division in the heart. Yeah, this is how it is now. And I'm here for you. I'm not afraid. See if you can truly trust this boundless expanse of goodness.
as if we're going to rest back, abide, be this expansive love that includes ourselves, includes everybody, the totality. And we'll continue in silence for about 12 minutes or so. Just keep coming back and use phrases and mental images as you need, but really sense the freedom, like freedom from fear, freedom from hate and division that this heart is capable of. Even if it's temporary or fragile, build one's confidence.
Is this heart capable of opening and including in a good way now? Is this heart capable of expressing non-fear or love in a real way here and now? And if so, then can this be trusted? May this goodness continue. May it increase. May it never end. It's really helpful to imagine relating all day long from this place of this generous goodness of heart. Maybe it's actually a very functional attitude or way of being, way of relating that could be used all day long. This open-hearted, sensitive, responsive, generous heart. And maybe it would allow us to be fierce when we need to be fierce and quiet when that would be the appropriate response and just how to be, how to respond appropriately, creatively, moment by moment in our lives. But the most important thing to reflect on this last minute or two is this sense of freedom, the freedom in love. In the same way, we've all learned that being identified with hate and fear is a real prison for us. Can we notice the opposite, that when the heart is open, kind and generous, caring and tender, that there's a real, direct, immediate experience of freedom here and now? the freedom of the heart being relatively empty of fear, empty of hate, empty of division. It's really useful to be able to sense or intuit this quality of freedom, the heart not so bound, not so bound up. Let's just take another minute and trust and abide with that sense of freedom here and now.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.